Pride Pack podcast listeners. Welcome to the April edition. So this week, it's I, Tim Mulholland, your host, director of Pride Plus Health, podiatrist, and lover of the sound of his own voice. So this week, I had a lovely conversation with a doctor colleague of mine who's a, a GP, a general practitioner, and she pointed out something so blindingly obvious that it kind of stung a little bit. So I've been kicking myself about this. So my doctor friend was talking about how easy it was for her to refer someone to a podiatrist or physiotherapist. Like Her exact words were, my patients love going because they know they'll get something out of it right then and there. But when it comes to the allied health disciplines of dietetics and exercise physiology, she said, I have to beg and push my clients to go. And many refuse. They just don't want to be told that they have to eat better and exercise more. Like light bulb moment there, Tim. Of course we don't want to be told. We all know that the key to us living healthy lives is eating well, moving more, and plenty of fun with friends and family. We know it, but we don't necessarily have the bandwidth right then and there to make those changes. Like my diet, my exercise levels, there are future Tim's problems. He's the one that has to deal with the the consequences. Um, So future Tim would find a life a lot easier if present Tim actually made some changes. And for that, present Tim needs to get rewarded in the present. We can't have present Tim doing all the work for future Tim's benefit because eventually he gets selfish and he stops eating well and he stops moving as much, which leads us into Pride Pack for this month. So the big story here is your EP Aiden is going to talk to you just about why falling in love with lifting is vital for your present self and future self as well. We've also got an interactive quiz. So Physio Novena, who's the queen of quizzes, has a proven measure to work out if you're getting enough sleep. Super important. If you don't sleep enough, it's hard to build an active, healthy, uh, really wonderful life. So this is an addition I'm really proud for our team putting out. This one has present and future you covered. Uh, let's get into it. First up, podiatrist Tim, that's me again, talking about balance. So the article. If you're on your feet a lot, no problem. Here's how you can improve your balance for more comfort. So how is your balance? Mine took a hit after a broken bone and six weeks in a moon boot, which led to muscle wastage in my leg. It was then that I really started to appreciate the little things that I use my balance for every single day. It's a bit sad that you only start to notice something when it's gone. So here's two simple steps that you can do to improve your balance. Number one, good balance demands good strength. So my balance suffered most due to muscle wastage. Your muscles in your foot and calf are vital. They need to be strong and be able to turn on really quickly to adjust to all sorts of challenges uneven ground, shoes that make you a little bit more unsteady. Well, luckily, my exercise physiologist Aiden created a program for me to build my strength back, which has helped immensely with my balance. Your exercise program should be specific to you and your needs. Mine involved a lot of calf raises and work on my glutes and hamstrings. A very general starting point is to be able to complete single leg calf raises without using your hands for support. So if you think about that, you're standing on one leg, rising up onto your toes, but not holding onto anything with your hands for that extra bit of balance. Number two, shoes can help or they can hinder your balance. Choose wisely. So surely you've noticed that your feet feel more steady in some shoes than others. I'm not just talking about high heels. Like there's plenty of shoes in my cupboard which aren't high heels. Maybe there are some that is. There are plenty of shoes in the cupboard which don't have a high heel and yet they still make me more unsteady. The key features of a stable shoe to help your balance is a supportive sole that doesn't twist and bend. So if you're thinking about holding a shoe, so if you're holding it underneath the sole and you go to twist to try and bend it, it ideally it's not sort of like being really, really super flexible. So usually our sneakers and our winter boots are shoes which pass that twist test. 
I wore more sneakers for more than just running when I first got out of that moon boot when my balance was at its worst. So that's where the shoes give you a little bit more more balance. Now I've gotten stronger, my balance improved, I'm able to wear other other shoes a little bit more often. So lastly, why do you need to improve your balance? Well, I've been fortunate to have a great team help me, but also I'm pretty dedicated to building my balance back up. So it's really important for me because it allows me to run, which is one of my passions, as well as enjoy all sorts of other activities with my friends and family. If my balance stayed poor, I'd have sore knees and be unable to skateboard, wakeboard, yeah, I like my boards, with my mates. Um, what's the reason why you would need to build up your balance? Look, let us know. You can comment on the bottom of this uh, this episode, depending on what you listen to, or jump onto the handles and let us a, leave us a comment on the socials. The next article is from Aidan Rogers, my exercise physiologist, and he talks about lifting your way through life. So this is, this is Aidan's words. Exercise and strength training have so many benefits. Almost too many to list, but if I boil it down to a list into one sentence, the benefits of regular strength training just make our lives easier. For the oldies, think about everyday stuff like reaching up to grab something from the cupboard, carrying the heavy basket of washing, or walking the streets without getting really tired or feeling unsteady on your feet. There's heaps of scenarios like this that become just that little bit easier when you engage in regular training. So it's my job as an EP to help you identify what goals and to help you get there with exercise training. Our strengths are choosing what exercise, how many sets and repetitions, and how often you complete your your plan. As Tim giving an aside here, it's really about that dosage. It's as specific as medicine doses. You've got to have the medicine, right drug, right patient, right time. With exercise physiologists, he's just talking about it. Right exercise, right sets, right reps, right timing, the how often. So let's go back to Aiden. He's going to give an example. So let's say that you're someone that does feel like the little things are challenging and we've worked out that you don't have any injuries. You just need some good old-fashioned strength training. So what exercise? Well, first we'd look at the movements and tasks you find most difficult and take note of where your weaknesses are and then try to replicate the best through specific exercises that target the muscles that need to be strong. And if you're reading the the newsletter, Aiden's got a couple of photos of him carrying a big heavy box in the gym. So... I'd say that we need to train the muscles directly involved in that task. So there's a heap we could do, but here's some simple exercises. So if you think about Aiden carrying a heavy box in front of him, so he's standing nice and tall, the box out in his hands, the simple exercise he needs to train to start with are some bicep curls. This is where you've got some weights in your hands and you're flexing your muscles and bringing your hands closer to your chest from resting down towards your side. Um, we've got some videos, if you're, if you're having a look online, of, of Aiden doing some bicep curls with his guns flexing. At home, you could use your own pair of resistance bands if you don't have any weights, or you could get some heavy cans, like a can of baked beans and the like. You could be creative with what you use. So as for the how many, well, we need to test that. So if you pick up your dumbbells and perform 12 bicep curls in a row with really good technique before your arms start to get tight, you take a, take a rest and we'd see if you could do it another time. So you've done two sets of 12 bicep curls. So for your purposes then, two sets of 12 repetitions in a row at that weight is a good starting point. So you start from that one and then you progress. So how often? The research says around two to three times a week is optimal. So a good starting point is every second day and you can do this more often if you can tolerate it or a little bit less if it's a bit too much to start. Everyone's different and finding your sweet spot is really important. So remember that some stiffness and soreness after the exercise is normal. And when you get used to it, like it's actually really good. For me, that's a sign that I know that my body is responding and getting stronger. So some people tend to do a little bit less when feeling this way, but you really should do the opposite. So when you do feel that little bit stiff and sore, movement is the best thing. 
So if you stiff after an exercise session, a little bit of recovery, walk around, get around and move. It will really help you. It helps relieve the DOMS, that delayed onset muscle soreness and stiffness. Next article is the quiz from Navina. So this is an interactive one. So you need to click through from the website, prideplus.com.au. Um, here's a little sting about it off the top. So are you getting enough sleep? We know that pain can prevent you from falling asleep and keep you awake at night. But did you know that sleep influences pain more than the other way around? A good night's sleep is very important to keep nasty pain at bay. If you want to conquer your pain, you need to conquer your sleep. First of all, let's find out if you're getting enough. You don't need to any fancy gadgets for this. All it is is a two-minute quiz. So head to prideplus.com.au and you'll be able to take that quiz to find out if you're getting enough sleep. Enough sleep. And Navina's got some tips as well. So finally, we'll meet the team. So let's meet Navina. So Navina has a master's in musculoskeletal sports physiotherapy and more than 15 years of clinical experience. She's helped people all over the world. She's worked in Australia, India, and the United States. A very accomplished clinician who is passionate about occupational health, Navina is also an accredited early intervention physiotherapist with WorkSafe and the TAC, as well as APA-titled musculoskeletal physio. Like, Navina is seriously qualified. Indeed, there's no one better to get you back on track after a workplace injury than Navina, and she can be found in our Pasco Vale clinics on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That is, when she's not our great quiz master coming up with all the quiz for our Pride Pack newsletter. So that's it. This has been the Pride Pack for April. Thanks for listening. If you want to come in and visit us in the clinic, you can book in online, prideplus.com.au. Otherwise, stay tuned for next month's episode coming out in May. Thank you very much. I've been your host, Tim Mulholland from Pride Plus Health.